All right. Uh, technical liquid state. I'm going to shut the door. Hold on. Hi, Leslie. I had no email from you, so I was not there Sunday, Saturday. Oh, I was supposed to send you an email. I'm so sorry. I did forget. Oh. Naomi, as you were saying, could you start again? I'll start again. That was exciting. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> yeah, I have this story that I, I tried many things growing up different therapies and also family constellations and then i kind of have this story that it that didn't work which partially i think is not true because it brought me to where i am now and i'm really enjoying where i am what i'm enjoying the things that i can learn through being here for example but then when you said what was possible with family constellations and that so much changed in the father's line it reminds me a little bit of changing my decisions in emotional healing processes. And I just wonder if in your experience that the, like what you did with family constellation work, if that is also possible within possibility management, that kind of process, is that what you also do in labs and in emotional healing processes? Yeah. Thank you. If there are, there are several websites, <clears throat> one of them is called Go Explore, and another one is uh, 51 Core Initiation, something like that, which, which list the recommended processes or initiations that you go through as a possibility manager that are offered by experts in the field that are um, more like... Uh, they're really required. We suggest them as required things and then we don't offer them in possibility labs because they are available out there in the field. So we don't have to learn them. We don't have to take up time in the labs delivering those things that other people are offering. And we, off, we, we don't, so we don't specialize in that. We just assume, we hope, and we recommend that you do those things along the way, like that, along the way. And, you know, the thing you said at first is like you did this and you did that and you didn't look like you did anything. What, to me, what's important about that is this procedure for building matrix. So matrix is these energetic distinct, these distinctions that refine your being with um, the ability to discern to detect or notice or to discern, to discern things that you, you didn't before. And I'm sure you've had many times that experience. Ah, now I get it. I can tell this from that. It's almost like, you know, can you tell a ripe peach from a peach that's not going to get ripe? You know, that's too green to get ripe, something like that. And then you, you learn this distinction and it's in your, your five bodies. But it, if you don't have the distinction, you can't make, the, you can't choose, you can't, and that this matrix also has another side factor, which is that it, it allows your being to collect consciousness. And so it's, it's, 
if you can look at the universe as this man, this is, if you spin consciousness, you get matter like that. So you get these little subatomic particles if you spin consciousness. And then the, so, so the physical material world is built out of this consciousness. But if you interact with the, if the general field of consciousness interacts with the local field of consciousness of a physical object, it manifests as another field, which you can call the local field of consciousness. So you have this general field of consciousness and this local field of consciousness happening at the same time. And when, and when, and that explains why human beings have invented these two different kinds of religions, one kind of religion where there's like one God and then one kind of religion where there's many gods. And they're both true. They, they completely, there's no contradiction at all between those two viewpoints. It's just that uh, they're missing the point in a way. Because you can, as a human being, you're, you can directly connect into the general field of consciousness, which some people call God, or whatever you want to call it. And you can directly connect into the local fields of consciousness, which some people call the deities or the... Uh, the um, kami in japanese they have the, the spirits the local spirits you know it's like so we're designed for that to to comprehend and interact with this whole massive single field and multi-dimensional fields all at once and and but but our ability to sense it and navigate it and to work with it depends on the matrix that we build so all those things that you did, you know, I began back in 1970 by going to the Transcendental Meditation class, and I got a mantra. I paid $35 for a mantra, and I, and I started practicing that. And I used it for a long time, and it built matrix. And I didn't notice really anything, but I'm sure it built matrix. And I'm sure you, you guys have done similar things. All those things that you have done before have all built matrix for you. Going to college, you know, doing, going traveling, trying business things that fail, you know, all your relationship experiments, visiting um, sacred spaces, uh, the tombs of saints, you know, holy places, you know, all your ayahuasca journeys and drug trips, like all these things. Um, and, and every time you practice and learn a new skill, it builds matrix to hold more consciousness. And that gradually adds up, really adds up to to something, what you are now. And there's no top end. This is the amazing thing. You can, you can always get more distinctions. There's no, so it isn't as if you, you uh, have reached some epitome or peak, you know, there's just no, the game over. It isn't like that. It's, um, I, in fact, I recently had this experience that I was pretty sure was accurate and I haven't explored it so much, but I, my thing is, it's about Gaia, how uh, Buckminster Fuller made this phrase called spaceship Earth back in the 70s or something. Buckminster Fuller said, we are inhabitants of spaceship Earth. And that was kind of people go, wow, you know, here's this ship going through space and we're on this spaceship. Well, he's wrong. I'm pretty sure he's just completely wrong about that because we don't inhabit the Earth. We are the Earth. We are Gaia. So we are, this conversation, this thing is Gaia interacting with itself in a imaginal cell formation of the evolution of consciousness of Gaia. And 
the fact that human beings are functioning for the most part as uninitiated adolescent idiots um, is, is actually a reflection of Gaia, Gaia's adolescence. So for a planet to unleash a biological organism as inventive as us, you know, to unleash us as being able to make, um, to fabricate out of the materials of the world, to fabricate you know, mobile phones, okay? To, with the circuitry and the interconnectedness through electromagnetic radiation and the internet, for, for, the, for Gaia to unleash that kind of an organism and not require adulthood initiations, there's something really flaky going on about that too. So I think Gaia, actually, we are in adolescence and we're, we are fucking up. You know, Gaia is just, is gonna hit the wall. You know, species dying off at 200 a day or some un, unheard of inconceivable amount. It's like, it's like to have DNA trashed, like f amazing DNA just, destroyed um, 200 species a day is just, it's just insane. And this is Gaia's adolescence crashing into reality. So I think in a way that might be what's going on is that we are Gaia and Gaia is adolescent and it's time for the initiation process for Gaia. And we are part of that. And of course there's fringe people who are out on these um, small fringes, little tiny groups who are exploring and, and, and going through adulthood initiatory processes by their own decision, not because the culture says you have to do it, but because this is what we want to do as a hobby to go through transformation. Yes, and yet the bulk of humanity is not there yet. And it just made sense to me that Gaia was going through its own, her own adolescence, and we're part of that. Naomi, you were going to say something. No, I was basically just nodding. But now that the microphone is open, I I I love different images and poetry for for seeing the same thing in different ways. And if you look how the chakra system is set up and that it starts in the earth and it's very primor, primary primal and it goes into uh the that's a fire earth element and then it goes into the water element. And then it goes into air and it becomes more and more ephemeral. And that already also, there's this proposal that people started more in the earth and then they developed ships and they could go into the water. And, 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 and I'm getting a little bit lost right now, but there was also something about that. That image made me think that there's this development from being child to adolescent to mm. who knows where we might go next yeah thank you and vicente just put a, a link to a or a name of a video in the chat room he said uh that there was a video it touched him a lot i don't know what it is but i just wanted you to get it's a link. very beautiful one clinton it's 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 the one video that touched me a lot because it goes straight on what you are saying right now and uh helps me get a lot of distinctions condensed in one little video. So I liked it. I, I wanted to share. Thanks for sharing that. 
Great. We have a few more minutes. Does anybody have something else going on you want to talk about? Hi. Um, hi, Michelle. Hi, Clinton. Hi, everybody. I... I feel joy and anger that I'm speaking with you guys now. And I'm very grateful for these spaces, Clinton. Um, I've been going through a complete deconstruction, as some of you know, and you know, kind of a candle that was a certain shape and color and texture and is has melted and in the not knowing how it would reshape and how it would light up and what color it would be and the dimensions that it would be i've had a lot of what you mentioned as i'm wasting time in the meantime what am i supposed to be doing with this that is so such a gift and so powerful. And I want to share that living where Echo puts you or, and where Echo put me has put me on this accelerated path lately. I have been invited and, are, and I'm now really core of a group of a new Echo village here in Puerto Morelos, Mexico. I'm I'm the one that is creating the groups using many of the PM tools and it's created these amazing, beautiful connections from the start of the project. And last Sunday, Echo, I've been thinking a lot about women. I'm from Mexico and the patriarchy conversations had me very angry and in massive liquid states of collective anger and sadness. And last Sunday through Echo, I got a call and I am now the official interpreter and counselor for three women, undocumented Mexican women who were sexually abused and the company covered up for it in Las Vegas. And it's this massive mainstream lawyers and I'm on the side of the good guys, let's say. And I've had many hours of conversations with these ladies and I am doing the work mm. and it's, I'm beyond grateful to finally see where this matrix was taking me on top of the healer kind of ethereal. No, nobody can understand. Nobody understands this, right? Kind of, sorcerous, strange, crazy stuff that I now can share with many of this group. And I'm so grateful for that. Thank you. I've shared with my family, many people in my family that I hadn't shared with. And at the same time, I'm grounded in helping these ladies at the moment. I'm getting paid for it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you for sharing this good news. Mm. Uh, and in Mexico, Clinton. 
For those who don't know, I've been out of Mexico for over 25 years and I came back to help my mom and I'd been resisting working in Mexico. It was so sad for me. And here I am. Wow. <laughs> wow. May the force be with you. You know, obviously it is. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. And if anyone has any experience with women of sexual abuse and would like to share any tools, that would be great. But I, I feel I'm doing really well with it already. They feel. Cool. Just keep checking on the, on the Taurus Technology website because there's links to the different things we're discovering. So I hope you can use the Wisdom Council and the Purple Card and the Walk and some of those other processes that are, are powerful in groups. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I will. Thank you. Somebody else. Could I get some more examples of unconscious purposes beside, in addition to the black and white widow? Anybody? What's, Phyllis, what's your real question or your real need about that? Because well, I want to look into my own unconscious purposes. So if I could get some more examples, and um, I mean, I'm sure I can work on this on my own, and it would just be nice to get some ideas of what other unconscious purposes people have that to get me rolling. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll say a few. <clears throat> and a lot of them that I would say right now come from the map of possibility. <clears throat> So there's a website called Map of Possibility that would explain uh, more about the shadow principles, what they are. So that, and these are, these are your basic fundamental corset. I'm just writing this in here, map. I did start a, a list of shadow principles. So you're saying that unconscious purposes are shadow princi principles. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So you have revenge, you have being right, making wrong, superiority, um, Doris? I would say being lonely, being rejected, looking for love is one of the most important strategies and yeah. Yeah, they're all ways to avoid responsibility. So any kind of victim is definitely shadow principle stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's tons, there's a thousands, you know, there's really, and everybody has their own specific set. And when you distill it down, you get, you get a, a really concise um, description of your gremlin's strategy and it's been true your whole life you just didn't know that it was um, so easily well so visible or so possible to distill and so I mean Phyllis if you're doing that work it's fantastic it gives you it really gave me uh, 
a horrible, a clear analysis of the survival strategy. You know, I mean, I, 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 my, my shadow principle, my, the way that it works for me is I'm a hubristic. You guys know what hubris is, right? It's just far, far more than arrogance. Just this hubris, a hubristic pathological liar marketing myself as a survival hero so that, and when anybody comes and participates in my in quote unquote thoughtware upgrade program, I suck all the energy out of them for, for to fatten up my gremlin. And when they're exhausted, I drop them and leave them in the dust without ever looking back, going for my next victim. And this is my gremlin. This is an accurate description of my gremlin. I mean, you probably have a personal experience of something like that in me. I'm not happy to say that. You know, I'm really sad and yeah. I don't know. It's painful to say that. And I, I saw it, you know, until I could name it and catch myself and, and change my relationship to my gremlin. This was, this is the main gremlin food for my life. So, and each person has a unique version of their own shadow principles, and they include the things that we were just mentioning. For example, revenge and being right and being wrong, even being right about being wrong, all those things. Even being right about being not okay. I'm not okay. Okay, to be right about being not okay is a shadow principle. I'm not good enough. It's a shadow principle. You know, it would piss yeah. Gaia off if she, if you ever told her you're not okay, she'd go, what's wrong? But, but it's, we have these psychologies that are able to do that. So I'm glad you're doing the, the work. It's really valuable work. So thank you. It's not fun. It's not comfortable. No. Yeah, no. but try to, try to bring some people with you on the journey. Okay. Try to ask for people who else is doing that kind of work. It's so important. Is anybody else here doing this work? Shannon and like Annie and Naomi, what a team. That's amazing. And Doris. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Thank you. Well, this would be about it for today. Anybody else have any last words for sharing or anything in the last minute before we end our togetherness right now? Clinton, thank you for bringing up that we have free will. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah, thank oh. you. Thank you for being here and going on the journey. See you next thank time. Thank you for creating a space for us to be imaginal selves. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Have a Bye. great time. Bye-bye. Bye, Shannon, Naomi, Annie, Doris, Nicole, Mark, Leslie, Clinton. <laughs> Adios, Bye. Clinton. Bye. Adios. Bye.
Yeah, it's if you just end the meeting, end the meeting for all, or we stop the meeting.